Are we on? We're rolling. Woo woo. It's so hard to see the phone because it's in the sunshine. In the sunshine from the driveway. The backyard studio. Backyard studio. studio. <laughs> Welcome friends. We're back um, for another episode of Shifting Our Stories. I'm Abby. I'm Jen. And we are coming to you from outside the studio. We are on location in Jen's backyard. <laughs> When it's so sunny outside, I can't be inside. Like, I can't be inside. I can't I know. do it. No. And everybody right now needs a little bit of vitamin D. Or a lot of it. It is for our mental well-being. That we are outside. Yes. In my driveway. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, because Jen left me for our normal recording night. Um, so that was sad. Everybody, sad face for Jen leaving me she on my has, normal night. She has guilted me no less than like 26 times yeah. in the my, past few days. My days were all thrown off because we didn't have our normal recording time. So we decided to move out of the studio since it obviously has no windows. I brought you back your favorite beverages. Doesn't that count did. for anything? I made a yeah. special pit stop just for you. Bonus friend co-host points. <laughs> like all the gold stars. I mean, I benefit from it, too, but... I'd make you cookies if yours weren't better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you cookies and pretend they were from you. <laughs> hey, that sounds like a lid. <laughs> so, um, anyways, we wanted to uh, record and get one out for you guys this week. Um, you know? We can't let you go too long without I us. I know, right? Resolutions, goals, we're working on consistency. Absolutely. This year, so it was very important that we get an episode out. Um and we were kind of thinking of what to talk about. Yeah. And um, had some stuff kind of come up in our lives. And we're not going to go deep diving into our personal crap because... Isn't that kind of what we do? <laughs> it is. But, like, you know. Um, but kind of where we were kind of going with all of this is how... Um, and I guess for everyone it's important. But especially first responders, I think um, we're all really um, in tune with our fight or flight response. Yes. Right? Like... We're really good at being in fight-or-flight mode. I actually am not sure that I'm good at fight-or-flight. I think that I tend to go more fight-or-fight. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know that I have a flight anymore. I used to. And I think I I can tell you 100%, I used to just err on the side of flight. Look at how many times I've picked up and moved. And moved. And just started somewhere fresh and somewhere new and Maybe whatever. you used up all your flight? I used up all my flight and now there's only like fight or fight. Fight how hard? <laughs> Who am I fighting? Doesn't matter. Fight. Bring it on. <laughs> well, and you know, I think some of us get into that mode, right? Though like, you know, you're at a point in your life, you've got kids, yeah. you've got a job, you've got family. So fight or flight is kind of, I mean, really, what are your flight options? Right. right, like you can't pick up and I leave. can't just pick up and go. Right, I mean, how nice would it be to just be at the beach right now? Pick up, <laughs> right? I mean, how often? How many times have we looked up plane tickets? Let's call it jokingly. One wink, way, one way plane tickets. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Call right. it jokingly. Looked up one way flight tickets because we just needed a break. Yep. Have we gone? We haven't no. followed through. <laughs> My bags are still unpacked at home, right? Because. We can't. Like, it's just, I mean, right. I guess we could. But it would be very, very hard and awkward and a hu super inconvenience to, like, everyone else in our entire lives, right? Which is also not how we roll. Like, I want this for right. me, but me is my last priority. Right. Kind of, like, 
Yeah. Everybody else is the priority, taking care of and making sure. Well, and, and that's kind of where I think most of our, probably most of our listener base falls, right? Like, no those one caretaker roles in whatever yeah. regard that is. No one got into public service to take care of themselves, right? Or married into public service we because didn't. you were like, going to get to take care of yourself, right? Like, let's just be honest. None of us got into this because we, at the end of the day, we're all me, me, me. It's always. Who can I serve? Who can I take care of? How can I help? What's the next crisis I can go jump in the middle of, right? right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's easy to... We, we all understand, I say we, as in, like, medical field people, but, but we try to teach it to the police and the fire guys just because it's definitely a... It, it's all about what your life is based on, right? And it involves your cortisol levels, and if we're going to go get real, like scientific real deep in medical and scientific um and there's a whole, whole nother episode we could jump into with that and how that really jacks up your actual physio physiological being and sure systems and all that but you know we get into this and i think people understand that though like yeah. it's easy for me to explain to somebody else man you have been living in fight or flight right, right. and first responders we go in and our entire shift is spent in fight or flight mode right you know our entire shift like you go in and you spend the whole shift ready for the tones to drop ready for the radio to tell you to go somewhere ready for um you know if you're an er nurse ready for the next patient to walk in the door if you're the icu nurse ready for the beeps to go off and right the beeps i don't know if you're an icu nurse i'm real sorry text me with what it is there are beeps beeps alarms. And alarms that's so much better my bad y'all uh the hospital is not my jam. It's not where I work. Um, but yeah, you know, alarms going off and there's just, it's always, we're always ready for that next thing. So there's no, there's no getting there's too no comfortable. Rest. There's, there's no, no downtime. Yeah. There's no sitting too still. That's for sure. Because yeah. there's always something that you're waiting for. Yes. Or that you're, you're currently always handling. On, everything is always heightened. Um, I remember Brian and I talking a lot when I was doing, uh, when I was flying, cause I was working a 24 hour shift back then. Yeah. And, you know, I'd call him on the way home or the next day and, you know, like, oh, babe, how was your shift? Like, oh, good. You know, we didn't have any flights after 10 p.m. or after midnight or whatever. And he's like, oh, cool. You got to sleep all night. And like, I mean, yes and no. Like. I could lay in bed. Yes. I technically got some sleep, but. It, it was you know, restful. I think, I think you talk to anybody who's ever been on call for 24 hours, whether it be a hospital or a firehouse or, you know, whatever. Um. You know, even if you've got a bunk room and you're allowed to sleep on your shift, it's not restful sleep. Right. Because you know that at any minute, any second, that alarm can go off or the tones can drop. And you've got to be up and ready to go to whatever it is. So it's not... Well, and your body has had to learn not to go too deep into sleep because you have to be aware of what's going on around you, too. And so... Even if you are asleep, when you are asleep, like you said, it's not going to be the most restful because yeah. your body has learned that it can't be, it can't settle in too much. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, you think about it, I have to be ready to go when the tones drop and enough to collect myself and put my boots on and get out the door into the right seat of the apparatus or the helicopter or the right. walk into the right room if I'm in a hospital. And then I have to be able to perform my job, whether that be math calculations or, you know, um, 
engineer operations, if I'm the pumper, you know, on a fire apparatus, like, I have to be able to do things. It's not just go and get there. Like, right. I have to function. <laughs> and I mean, some of us don't function well. When I'm awake in the middle of the night, all I have to really be able to do is stroke a little tiny human's head or pick <laughs> them up and carry them back into my bed. And I can do that half asleep. So, like, <laughs> I don't know about this whole, like, functioning and doing calculations. Yeah. I guess you I guess you adapt and your body learns how to do that and your brain learns how to do yeah. that. But. Well, and so over, you know, like I was saying, over years, like, it's that our, physiologically our cortisol levels get all whacked out. And we have all these crazy cellular physiological things that keep us ready for that fight or flight, which is why, you know exercise becomes so important for us to get in you know everything just back moving correctly um to stay on a regular sleep schedule um and third shifters i get it i'm not i don't know i love you guys because i did it and i can't do it anymore so shout out to the third shifters i love you um well but, you know, but it's, when it's, my husband was on nights i i mean i still know lots of people who will flip flop back and forth and while I can appreciate some of that, the value of like that togetherness time, because we missed out on a lot of family time, mm-hmm. right? Because he'd be sleeping all day, but I, I knew, and I'm glad that he knew how much he needed to maintain that consistent schedule, whether he was working or off. Yeah. That, that flip flop back and forth was not going to so do hard. anybody any good. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. I don't know how people do do that right I mean you do what you have to do but so this came up I guess yesterday we were really talking in that flight or fight kind of mode in response to just 2020 because we've just noticed some like I guess those a lot of the big worries and the big fears and the big anxiety not even that they're they're gone but we've learned how to roll with them yeah (laughs) well because because almost all of 2020 was one big cortisol dump it was one big fight or flight right like and so now we all hit fight mode well i mean because you couldn't flight right like there was no going away from things in 2020 it was it's here i'm ready to just box whatever comes up jump in and deal with it right i mean you especially in public service because when when the rest of the world shut down you all were still and people were like okay i'm gonna hole up in my house and my groceries will get delivered to my garage where I'll spray them down with a bunch of stuff and I won't touch them for two days and then I'll bring them into the house. Like, cool. But I have to go to work. And I have to go into other people's houses and the hospital. And then I got to go back home to my house. And, you know, and that's what we we all had to deal with. So it was, you know. um, So I think a lot of us, and I'm not saying first responders anymore than non-first responders because I think everybody lived with it in 2020 in some form or fashion but, but it's just what we can relate to because that's yeah. that's the reality that we knew was just this constant what's coming next I'm ready yeah. for whatever comes next I can't let myself get too too settled because I have to be prepared yeah to handle whatever is going to smack you in the face tomorrow because we know it's going to be something um well, what was it it was um see we had COVID and then like there was something else and then we had the murder hornets in like what june or july <laughs> right the murder yeah. hornets yeah 
Look, yeah. as a girl who's terrified of things that fly and things that sting, I was out. Um, right? When the murder hornets were coming, I wanted a bunker underground. I was done. Did I tell you what an amazing mom I am with fears? Did I tell you? <laughs> no. Does so, it have to do with murder hornets? Because It I'm doesn't out. have to do with murder hornets, but it does have to do with bugs. Oh. So, your little bitty cheetah, Izzy, we all love her. My spirit animal. Um, She freaked out the first time this year that she saw an ant in the kitchen now come on y'all like we know that this is gonna happen there are gonna be ants either in the bathroom or the kitchen like it's gonna happen yeah. well it's on the wall like up by the ceiling so nowhere near her and so my default all question, like two feet of her right she's three feet three actually. feet my bad um my default response is usually like is it hurting you are you okay are you in danger no okay then you probably don't need to worry about it just let it be as she's like standing there staring at it cowering and shivering and screaming and throwing like this huge fit about an ant up by the ceiling and i am in my most amazing momness y'all don't judge me i only share this with hopes that maybe somebody, not even for my sake, but maybe maybe you can feel affirmed that you're not alone. Like, and if I if I'm alone, please tell me. <laughs> I told her that we weren't gonna spend the next six months being afraid of ants or any other bugs because we love being outside. We're gonna be outside. That's where they live. We're gonna see them. And this is my shining mom moment. Don't touch me. <laughs> If I saw you throw this kind of tantrum, it was intense. Again, about an ant on the ceiling where it clearly can't hurt you. I'm going to take you outside and put bugs on you. <laughs> she hasn't done it since. Well, there you go. Take that as a mom win. I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Yeah, so we were talking about like just kind of seemingly little things now that were like really kind of getting to us here and there yeah. and then it was the realization of well all those big things not even have settled they've settled but but we've we've learned how to adapt and live through them and so now our brains our brains haven't figured out how to come back down though so i feel right. like I'm finding things, I'm yeah. finding things to be worried about or anxious about that I probably don't really need to. And I, I've started questioning myself, like, am I being crazy? Am I overthinking this? Which I'm a professional overthinker, but <laughs> I mean, I know you feel that way too, right? Yeah. Like, am I being crazy? Am well, I making I think... this into something it's not? Because that's just where our brains have been for so long? Or is this truly an issue that needs addressing? I don't know. No, I think, I mean, I think that you make some good points. I think that we have lived in a heightened awareness where we've been in that spot for so long where it was, you know, I mean, the whole joke with 2020 was what's next. Right. Who had. Except who it wasn't a joke. It was real. Right. But I mean, the, like yeah. the running joke all year was who has, who had bets on this as the next big thing or who was, you know, what was yours in the pool or, you know, like whatever. And right. So I think that all of 2020, I mean, it, it literally was a, well, nothing can surprise me. Whatever comes next will be just par for the course. You know, it's, I mean, anything that happened, it would have been, oh, well, that's just 2020 for you. Right. Right. Like we've joked before about it being 
so 2020. Right. That's just 2020. Right. And so I think it was, we've just gotten to a point where we're just at that heightened level of awareness and, um, you know, we're just, we're, we're in like ready mode. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, you know, we talked about it that responders are in that mode for their shift. Right. But even responders get to go home and they finally get that break where they can dump and they can, you know, decompress and be done and release it. Right. And whatever that looks like for them, whether that's a day on the lake fishing or a day at the park with their kids or, you know, a day reading a book curled up or, you know, whatever that happens to look like, everybody's got their, you have some off time. And we know that some people don't take it as frequently as others. And we know that, you know, some people get pushed to, hey, man, you, you need a day off. Like, right. But everybody has their shifts and then everybody gets that time to decompress and have time off. 2020 didn't give us that. There was no, hey, it's October. COVID's going to take a break. And the election news is going to take a break. And all the bad crap happening in the world is just going to take a break. So for a week... We're going to all hear stories about good stuff happening. There's not going to be crime. There's not going to be a pandemic to worry about. And nobody's going to get sick. Right. So it just, everything just kept building. Like one, it was just one thing on top of another, on top of another. And it did, I think by like July, August, September, it was what is next? Yeah. What in the, what in the world can happen next? Well, and even, because I just can't even imagine it. Even now that there hasn't been anything new, right? I mean, generally speaking, yeah. right? I feel like we're still kind of in that mindset of, like I said, like it's almost like sometimes I'm looking for things, right? But that's what I'm talking about. So, like, to be wrong, since because we didn't just... have that, we haven't had that dump. We're still at that heightened level, yeah. And so there's no outside, there's no external bad right necessarily coming at us right right so now it's time for that oh you know, my knee's really killing me i'm probably gonna have to have a knee replacement and oh you <laughs> know like twinge and ache and pain i like, got a headache it's probably an aneurysm like right so now we're going that route because that's just where we've been for the last year right and how do we how do we dump and how do we get out of that mindset? How do you take a step back from that? Right. Well, I mean, even I showed up yesterday at the zoo to walk around with you, right? And one of the first things I said was, hey, the kid has a rash on his mouth, but I figure I've got a paramedic and an EpiPen. <laughs> so, like, even, like, he's... <laughs> right. So we're every, safe. We're good. Every little thing, like, we're just almost immediately making it into the worst case scenario and then have to take that step back of like whoa 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 rein it in that is not worth your time and energy and worry and anxiety until there is reason sure to feel those things but it's like that extra step is constantly involved now of like well and maybe let me throw this out there to you maybe we're I'm crazy no okay <laughs> Maybe we're doing that to ourselves as a defense mechanism. Well, I, I right? agree 100%. Like, maybe we throw out the idea of, oh, it's this, so that when I we find out it's not... I can feel that relief. Oh, we're good, right? Like, yeah. to, to get personal with this one, 
So this morning I went How and had... How personal are we going to get? Oh, you. Okay, Oh, good. no, we'll get real... <laughs> I'm going to get, like, inside parts personal oh, for I you. I was making sure you were getting it's you mine. personal, not yeah, me no, personal. No, no, it's mine. Um, so this morning I went and I had an ultrasound. Sure. Of my last little girl bit ovary, right? Yeah. And... The, Henrietta is her name. Henrietta. The other one was Betty, so... That works really I well. I like it. Brian asked me if we were going to name this one, so I'll just tell her tell him it's Henrietta. I like it. So we went and um, looked at Henrietta this morning because thought maybe she was causing some problems um so the sonographer tells me that um i had a cyst on my ovary and so i leave there thinking huh well maybe that's the cause of my problems like okay cool and what i what they left me with was you know your doctor will follow up when he gets the results something and okay cool no big deal whatever on my way over to your house two hours after my appointment i missed a phone call from them and i didn't get a chance right away to listen to the voicemail and so in my head i'm like oh my god they're calling me back in two hours like right it's the worst they found cancer my ovaries about to explode it's like i don't know i was making up things that i don't even think are humanly possible like to have gone on in my ovary right and then when I checked the voicemail, they're like, oh, he says it's your ultrasound was normal and he'll see you in his office at your next appointment. I'm like, well, that went crazy, <laughs> you know. Right. But I think that that's where we've all been, right? Like, we brace for the worst because that's easier. It's easier to build myself up for Impact. it's going to be bad, right? And then be able to not. And then to go, oh, except cool. Except here's the thing that... I see happening is that you brace for that impact, right? And then even when the situation doesn't demand that, like you you're you should have been able to back down. And you and you did. But just to use it as an example, like you brace for that impact. I know for me it doesn't necessarily result in a flood of relief it results in a displaced impact. Like that that emotion sometimes can just get dissipated, but sometimes I feel like it just gets displaced yeah. to another situation or another worry or another fear. And so it's just You mean like, of, oh, well, if my ovary is fine, what's causing my pain? Well, because <laughs> sure, there's, you know. there's that, <laughs> absolutely. Not that um, that's where my head went. I feel like we're making us sound kind of crazy, but I feel like people get it. No, I mean, because I do think that, I mean, we're probably not the only ones that have had this. I think that, you know, it's kind of, it's... We've lived in that heightened anxiety. Yeah. And that's what our bodies have known. And we know how interconnected our bodies and our minds are. Right. And... Well, and there's a whole lot of, I mean, there's actually a really good book, um, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. Ooh. It's really cool. It goes. It's a huge deep dive into like the cortisol levels and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna do it a terrible injustice. But if you're interested at all, go check it out. It's really cool. It talks about you know being at a heightened level and your cortisol's up. And the whole premise is how a zebra can be like out grazing on the grass. They see the lion. They're like, ah! they run, they jump, they get away, and then 20 seconds later they're, they're like back to eating on grass grazing on grass and cool and like so they don't build up fat they stay healthy because i want to be a zebra they have the effort 
they make the action and then they're back to zero right, right? they're able to immediately just let that right. go and we're, go back to their norm. we're in that like holy crap there's a lion i'm gonna go try to eat nope where's the lion and we never yeah. let that go well i think it's a difference in where we have allowed our baseline and learned that our baseline is like the zebra's baseline is clearly eating grass <laughs> happiness but how sad is that that we have learned and allowed yeah. our baseline to shift to just that anxiety phase like sure i've i mean i've always had anxiety and worrying issues but that wasn't like where I lived if right. that, if that makes sense yeah. like it almost be like you you'd have that kind of spike and flare up and it would be really intense and it would manifest in horrible ways and and whatever but like that wasn't but now I feel like that's kind of kind of just your mental not your mental I, my mental like <laughs> our mental baseline at this right. point I don't like it. I want it to go back to, to happy-go-lucky. I want to be eating. a zebra. I want to eat the grass. I don't want to eat grass, but let's <laughs> cookie. Let's cookies zebras. you were talking about. Let's be zebras. Okay. Yeah. Cool. How do we be a zebra? I, I don't. I'll have to read the book again. I don't know. <laughs> Did it tell you? Did it give a step by step? I don't think so exactly, oh. but but I you know I do think that um, you know I think you make a good point. Like we we all have that. We just want to get back to somewhat of what our normal was before all of this um you know i think a lot of us that i think there are a lot of people anyways but in public service it tends to be just about all of us um which is how we've managed to end up in public service and healthcare. um little type a a little i want to be in control i want to fix things sure right um and not to toot horns but normally we're pretty good at it yeah right like we show up in an emergency and we we handle business like the firefighters put the fire out they save the kids they save the puppies they save the kittens from the trees and i had to throw that in there love you guys you know the police officers they show up and they take care of things and they calm people down and they make life better because they protect us and ems we show up and you we fix people. literally save people. Like, right. side note, my kid the other day, we were talking about um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And so my husband asked Coleman, my oldest, said, what do you think mommy's superpower would be if she could have any superpower? And Coleman says, without hesitation, he says, well, mommy doesn't need a superpower. She already saves people. Oh, I know. As if he didn't already I hold a place know. in my heart. I was like, Ugh. And then I followed. Just so you all know, Coleman is already betrothed to one of my girls. It doesn't matter which <laughs> one. Whichever one he can handle at that point. Probably Izzy. I think he'd put her under control. I think he'd like, I think he'd handle her. Well, well. that's because her and Dalton would be way too much for well, the world. And he, and he and Ari are too much alike. Oh, they, yeah. would, they would not handle yeah. life at all. But Dalton and Izzy would. They would kill each other. The world would stop spinning. Yeah. I mean, they would it take. Would literally it would literally turn on its brain, Except it would be brain in the brain. Like. <laughs> The world couldn't see him. So don't don't get any ideas, y'all. Yeah. Coleman's already taken. But but yeah, I mean, you know, and it's again, that's what we do though. Like it's it's that's why we've all chosen this profession is sure. because we have that we desire, we wanna show up, we wanna fix the thing, we wanna Well and and, and again this hit us and it was like 
I can't fix this. I can't just show up and fix this. Sure. And I can't take it to the hospital and say, here's what it is, fix this. Yeah. And I don't see the, oh, and, you know, it's not like, hey, man, this flu season is bad, but April will be here and then and it'll it's over. be over. You don't, we don't know when it's going to no. be over. No, and, I, you know, I think, like I said, everything that happened with 2020, it was like, this one happened and then the next thing happened and then the next thing happened and it was just, when is... When are we gonna get? When are we gonna stop hitting this pinata over and over and over again? Like when is when's it the just, candy gonna fall out? Right. When do we get the damn candy? <laughs> I I'm ready for the damn candy. Let's do it. Like wait, should the pinata is gonna open and the murder hornets are <laughs> gonna fly out of it? That would be such a cruel joke. <laughs> I'll make you a pinata full of candy. Okay. okay. I promise. Not murder hornets. No. If murder it is hornets. shaped like a bumblebee, I'll cry. Oh, y'all. We might have to do a special episode, the bumblebee pinata opening. <laughs> I'm going to make one for you. Fair I'm going to make Abby a special pinata, and she's not going to know when it's coming. <laughs> it's just going to show up, I and have... it's going to be awesome. We'll talk about it on another episode, our fears and But I promise it'll be good, but... full of good things. Okay. Oh, that'll be a fun episode, our weird fears about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well. We should bring... Um... Amy, if you're listening to this one, you can come on our fears episode. Does she have some good ones? No, but she's antagonized mine a lot in life. So So she can jump in. (laughs) Yeah, she's got good stories. I like it. So. I like it. But yeah, so we just kind of, I don't know, we wanted to talk with this one about all the crazy and how. Fight or fight. Yeah, fight or fight, because flight's not an option. I'd like to be. I would really like a week to just rest and digest. Because that's saying, my favorite opposite of fight and flight is rest and digest. I like it. And I would really, really, really like my rest and digest to happen somewhere next to some water. I think that's great. I'm not even picky. I'll just take a pool. I was going to say a bathtub. A pond. At the, well, I'd like a little little more water than a bathtub. Um, a pond would be good. I'd take a pond. He was saying a couple days ago, I just need a two-week vacation. And I just looked at him and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sure do. Yeah, and I don't think that he really got why I also I, felt like I needed that. But dare I say, I think I need it more. <laughs> or you. at least on equal standing. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. I don't even need two weeks. I'd take a night. I want to hit the. I want to be night. able to like hit the pause button though, you know, so that life could just yes. stop. Well, and I used to when I was working in the hospital, I used to say that to so many of my patients. If I had a pause button to just put Ugh. everything else on hold, so that we could um, deal with this. I was working with oncology patients. Um, what I wouldn't give to wave a magic wand or to just push push the pause button, not even to make stuff disappear, but just pause, to have a minute. Pause on the bills, pause on work, pause on all these other life demands so yeah. that you just can devote your time and attention. But I feel like, yeah, to truly have a break at this point. Yeah. Because even sitting out here in the sunshine right now, I am fully well aware <laughs> of that when I get all up, life this, has to start again. That I've got to mow my lawn and I need to go move the laundry. And I still Her need lawn to get, looks fabulous. It's really long. You could walk through the grasslands right now. Can I'm surprised there's it? not a lion lurking back there in the tall grasslands of my backyard. I'm a zebra. <laughs> yes you are yes you are anyway all right but yeah i mean you know it would be 
I mean, and so I think that's why, that's why moments like this, yeah. right? Are so necessary. Yeah. Like, so find, find you, we have decided these are our. Find your Abby. <laughs> find your Abby. I'm for hire. No, um, you are just, not. Just you kidding. are taken. They can find their own just Abby. Just kidding. Find your own Abby. Um, but no, so Jeez. we. <laughs> We oh, st- you got my heart pumping. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was fight or fight right there. That, yeah, she, there was no flight. I'm going to take you out. She was going to beat me up. And no, then she'd no. have to find a new Abby. I can't beat you up. I was going to beat up whoever came after you. <laughs> so what I was going to say <laughs> is, so we stumbled upon this backyard picnic thing. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Um I was off on a Tuesday. She has... I'm stuck at home. Fewer than normal small Children. humans to take care of on a Tuesday. Um, and while one small human was taking his nap, we yep. decided to have a driveway picnic. And we solved a lot of life issues. Sure did. So Uncovered a few more, but it's yeah. fine. But we dealt with those today. Yeah. So apparently, if you can find a friend... Who will have a driveway Tuesday picnic with Driveway? You? It doesn't have to be Tuesday. I'll no. give you... just. Have a random driveway picnic. Crack a beer open. Doesn't have to be a beer. You can do a Coke or a water or whatever your choice is. Bourbon works too. Um, but I, it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. And we're out in the sunshine and it is like this is a pause button. Yeah. Right? It really is. So this is our two week pause button where we get to say nope for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. We're not doing anything. We are sitting in the sunlight we're enjoying each other's company and just hanging out and when life picks back up here shortly then we'll I'm get back to life. I'm much better equipped to like right. but I'm, I'm more ready to go take yeah. care of this and that and the other thing and then all the 12 unexpected things that, that are going to come up. That come up because they it's, do. it's life. But we're better us's. We are better us's. Way to go. High five. I like us's too. That's a good word. We're good us. We're like us's. Us's. Okay. So go be better us's. Yeah. Find your Tuesday picnic partner. And tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us tell us what day of the week or like who it is, as long as it's not Abby or no I'm coming after you. <laughs> I mean, I know you've got other friends, dear, but And if you're in Louisville sometime <laughs> on a Tuesday and you want to join our Tuesday picnic party. Oh, that'd be super fun. Then let us know. Yeah, but just don't judge my grassland behind me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Planet Fitness here. We're a judgment-free zone. <laughs> it's like, where's she going with that? We're gonna do jumping jacks. No, God, no, we're not doing jumping jacks. Um, but yeah, like Jen said, let us know how you, how do you de-stress? How do you hit the pause button? Because um, you almost, if you don't have it scheduled, it's not gonna happen. Right. I am very good. I know lots of people are very good at just. We're our last priority. I said that to you earlier. Like, I am always my last priority. I'm going to make sure that everybody else is taken care of. And then I'll get there. And then I'll eat, you know, the stale bread for dinner because, you know, but like, we're going to make sure everybody else is taken care of. So props to us. Pat on the back for like fitting this in. And seriously, we want to know how you guys are doing it too. Whether it's, and you might not be able to make it consistent, but like. Even just that five minutes here and there. Yeah. Tell us what you do. Yeah. So send your pictures. Post them on our page. Yeah. Um, we'll post a Tuesday picnic on the page yeah. to get it started. And again, if you uh, 
are in the Louisville area and you do something fun, send us an invite. We might just roll by and hang out with you. I mean, if you want us to come. But if you're listening, you obviously want How us to come. How would you not want us to come? We'll We're bring beer. a barrel of fun. We and we have adult beverages. So, Absolutely. I mean, I don't... I don't see how that goes sideways right at all so that's fun so um thanks for joining us and uh we hope you guys i don't know i hope you guys got something out of this one maybe just enough to know to de-stress a little bit and or enough to know you're not alone yeah like we're all there we're in this i know it's it's such a cliche and it's so terrible to hear at this point but like we really are in this together even though it's (laughs) such a bad phrase all in this together oh Nobody wants to hear, we're going to get through it. Yeah. We're going to get through it together. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to hear that one more time. But it's, you know? but it's still true. Whether or not you want right. to hear it, like, you're not alone. Nope. And we're here. And we are always um, ears open or Facebook page yeah. posts ready. Yep, yep. Emails open. So holler at us. And until then, we're going to hit the pause button for a few more minutes. So see ya. See ya. You've been listening to Shifting Our Stories. Follow us on social media, on Facebook at Shifting Our Stories, on Twitter at SOS Podcast, or send us an email at shiftingourstories at yahoo.com.